So are we going to do an intro or do you want to do, do you want to just go? Uh, yeah, I guess we should start with an intro, shouldn't we? So, this is it. <laughs> Me or you? Um, you do it. All you right. do it. Because you'll have an idea of what to say. Otherwise, I'm just going to do my usual. Hello, everybody. So what, what, we haven't decided what we're calling it yet, have we? No. Okay. Hi there, I'm Andrew. And I am Adam. And this is the very first A-Strings podcast. It's something a bit different to what we've done so far. So obviously there's no visuals involved, so we don't get to see Adam's. Thank God. <laughs> what, my uh, sleepy Sunday... Eyeliner from the show the night before. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> and we thought it might just be a little bit different, a little bit more relaxed than the YouTube videos. Um, Disclaimer, the views expressed by Adam and Andrew are not representative of A-Strings or the shop or anything. <laughs> well, no, what we thought we'd do with it is uh, give you a little bit of an insight as to uh, our working week. Yeah. Um, we'd do a little bit of kind of guitar news stuff that we get told throughout the week by reps and um, new releases as and when they come out. Yeah. At some point, maybe do a little bit of playing, you know, um, yeah. reviews, that kind of thing. It's going to evolve as it goes on, if it takes off. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing, I think, you just said about reviews is when we do the videos, we always keep it non-biased. We don't give an opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because we know people... Finally, I can say what I think. We've got some subscribers on there, and uh, it gets back to the gets back to the big guys, doesn't it, really? You know, like, we've been told... The, yeah, the, the videos get watched by them, yeah. I think, you know? Yeah. Well, they definitely get seen, because, yeah, we had a... Row. <laughs> so we had a bollocking last year, <laughs> this time last year from Fender for reviewing the pedals a little bit too early. But we blamed Tom, I think, didn't we? Uh, we did. Tom's here, by the way. Tom's engineering tom is audio engineer um and what we mean by that is he's gonna stick his hand up in the air and tell us to move on when it gets boring, <laughs> when it gets boring. <laughs> oh there it is <laughs> a little bit obvious yeah but um yeah so the it'll evolve as time goes on yeah uh hopefully with input from yourselves as well yeah that'd be uh, cool regards to comments and features ideas direction <laughs> yeah, <laughs> constructive criticism. So yeah, emphasis so, on. So we've got a bit of a Smith and Jones kind of setup. Yeah, tete a tete. <laughs> but we are going to be bringing in others. Others. Yep. So we got yep. Chris who works on our bench uh, on a Saturday. He's our one of our techs. He's going to come in. Tristan um, will be coming in. Yep. Tristan will be in. Uh, Tom will be coming in as well. <laughs> Tom will be. Tom doesn't say much, but when he does say something, it counts. So we'll we'll get some singers from him, yeah, and and you know if we get um, anyone of interest kind of passing through who who's willing to to get in front of the mic, we'll we'll get them involved as well. But yeah, it, this these first few episodes really are going to be a bit of a suck it and see kind of yeah thing. Definitely. So we got a little bit of a format. So introduction, that's that one done. Tick that box. Yeah. So. News, we're at the beginning of January 2019, so news is quite 
guarded at this point of the year, isn't it? Because we're yeah. about a week or two away from the NAM show where yeah. you get every manufacturer revealing a gazillion products each. Yeah, so a lot of stuff's embargoed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we'll probably find is episode two will be able to release some information. Nuggets. And talk about some nuggets, some golden nuggets yeah. of uh, information. We've got a few bits that have been uh, been kind of leaked or yeah, uh, this, yeah, yeah this, so there's far. a few brands that have announced things already. So the, the Black Star thing is quite a yeah. contentious. So the uh, so the Black Star um, Black Star amps have released or are releasing a new amp, which is the HT20. Now they've actually, I don't know if it's officially yet or if they've announced everything, but they have announced to us at least, but. Half a dozen different new amps, haven't they? Yeah, there's they've they've already done a all the HT teaser vid of uh I can't remember what what the amp is actually called, but they're doing three like, different valve like models. The Studio Ten kind of thing was this Studio Ten? I think so. So it's something like yeah. that. Yes, yeah, a small yes, yeah, it's, it's a small valve amp, and they're doing three different sort of valve styles of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but this one, um, I saw the advert on their on their Facebook and. It's uh, for those of you that haven't seen it. It is a picture of a child crying, <laughs> and with the tagline "Don't get the blues, Junior." Ooh. Yeah, there's a comma in there. There's a comma yeah. there. But uh, yeah, the comment sections <laughs> are brilliant. Absolutely it's, brilliant. Yeah, it, it's quite aggressive. You don't generally, you know, apart from the big big rivalries, you know, Gibson Fender or. Mm. Pepsi Cola. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? That's it is exactly what it is. Uh, you, you people are generally quite nice to each other because yeah. you know you think respect, isn't it? But, yeah, but, you'd but think things. that um, a good deal of uh people playing black stars are gonna be using Fender guitars of some kind. Yeah. And you wouldn't want to uh, annoy or um alienate any of what's potentially fifty percent plus of the yeah. market, you know, if you've got a, a Fender yeah. dedicated person out there, brand loyal, you know, yeah. they, they they love their Fender guitars. They and they won't touch anything that, uh, yeah. And it's not as if they. It's it's interesting. I think you know it goes along the line of any publicity is good. good. Yeah, you know they they know they know that they've they were going to be thwacking the hornet's nest with that one. Mm. They knew. They knew. And it's, it's clever. It is good. It's good. It's a risk, but it's clever. So, and I think, you know, they've gone after an amp as well that is, you know, as Fender advertiser, is like, you know, one of the, you know, the, not so much the junior, but that that range is like the most requested backline like, mm. of all time. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I think it's just, I think they've just, yeah, like I've said, they've just, they've hit the nest just to, just so I haven't to, actually just to seen, I haven't seen the advert. So I showed Tom the advert. Does it, it doesn't show a blues junior in the. No, 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 no. It's just got the amps. Yeah, it's just just that. It's just that big tagline. So and a child crying. Is it same? Is it directly in competition with the blues junior? Is it same so that's, price? So that's the interesting thing. Um, I think it's priced a little bit more towards the the venue series, so it might be a little bit more than the junior. Right, because juniors, th- well, list price is five nine nine, isn't it? So yeah, running with that. So they're doing a combo and a head and cab, mm. from what I've seen of this amp. Um, pri- yeah, price wise, I'm not too sure. I th- I think I was talking to Tristan about it, and he said that they, I think they were a little bit above, uh, the the junior, price wise. Mm. 
But again, with Blackstar's sort of the ISF thing, you know, mm. they've always been, you know, they've always touted this thing of you can do you can do American or British. So yeah. it's um, it, yeah. You know, the other interesting thing is, you know, unless it's regional specific, this advert. If we had an advert from I don't know Mesa Boogie or you know a, a typically American brand, slating Marshall Vox, we'd we'd kind of get a little bit of yeah. Pride for yeah. our homegrown brands, and yeah, you would. we wouldn't be appreciative of that. So it'd be interesting to see how uh, the Americans take to the Black Star advert if if they get it. Yeah, so yeah, but it is, it is, it is. Uh, it's very interesting. Well, they've got their three minutes worth of advertising from us, haven't they? We've been talking about it. So. Well, that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah. What else has been going on? Um, so the so the not so uh, fun news is uh, that cranes in Swansea have. By the looks of things, have closed their doors. Yeah, local to us. Cranes growing up, you know, I'm ten years older than you. I don't like it. <laughs> if you listen to some, I'm, That's, I'm, I was gonna say, I look twenty years old. You listen to some, yeah, Gammy. yeah. Um, but you know, going into going into Cardiff when I was younger, Cranes in Cardiff was a palace. It was the shop oh, to go yeah. to. You know, what a building was, as well. You know, yeah. And they shut down when. A big chain store opened up not too far down the road from them. I don't think you have to be, uh, you don't have to tread the line with this one. No. PMT opened up. Yeah. Took half the staff. Took half the staff, took their manager. manager and uh, and uh, opened right next to Gamlin's, which is another. Which, yeah. It, you know, Cranes was a shadow of its former self by that point anyway. Oh, God, yeah. But yeah. it was still, you know, nobody likes change, do they? And yeah. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> Yeah, and it was, it was really sad to see them go, but, you know, Swansea stayed where it was. Yeah. And it was the only shop in Swansea city centre. Mm. It was the last one there. So, you know, now that that's gone, it's um it's really sad. You know, the more shops out there, the better, I think, because it keeps us all on our toes. Yeah. And it encourages people to, you know, it, I, I think that it just promotes um, enthusiasm. Well, it, yeah, and, you know, it's... You, you know, you think that, you know, we are, you know, we are very lucky with um, the shop that we've got, and you know, we we're we're a, a good sized shop, but we can't stock everything, mm. and you know, I know that you know cranes did things like orange and and bits mm. and pieces, and yeah, it keeps it keeps the the sort well, of guitar Gibson, playing you know, market. Four, yeah, Gibson PMT um, came on. The yeah, scene. Well, uh, you know, it keeps it keeps that keeps guitar players going. You know. Mm. They might come to us for Fender Vox. They might go to them for yeah Gibson Orange. You know it's mm. and, and and yeah it's and it was and it was an independent as well. Yeah, exactly. More than anything. Um, yes, uh, but yeah, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Swansea community now, because obviously we get people coming from you know we have. Quite a few from the sort of Prince yeah. Albert area that come to us. Well, and it's you've quite got, a way. You got Leighton in Neath Market. Yeah, who's a, a cracking bloke. He's um, you got a lovely little um shop there. I think there's some yeah. people then as you go further west, isn't there? And, and right. Alan the Cadno in Planetic. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The small independents and um, yeah. Um, got some people coming in this week. Nice. What have we got, Andrew? We've got Jez from PRS. Nice. On Tuesday morning, my first morning back from being away for two weeks. Oh, yeah. So an update. Andrew hasn't been in the shop at all for 
the this first year. two weeks of for this year, <laughs> and is still beating Chris on sales. Somehow we don't know how. But uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, I I was in for a couple of hours at I sold an, an affinity. Oh yeah. yeah. No, um, Chris was begging me to buy something for twenty pounds yesterday so that he could be ahead of Andrew. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Um, yeah. So, which is interesting because we can tell you what's been going on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so we're going to find out what's going on with PRS this year. Brilliant. Um, we got uh, who else can we? Didario, John from Didario. That's cool. Didario. So we don't see. Uh, yeah. We don't see him once a year, yeah. and uh, he um, yeah, he took me and Leighton out for a curry last year, which <laughs> Leighton ended up, ended up painful. So um, I don't know whether. So that might means it's my turn, or whether he should, you know, rectify the situation this year by buying, buying Leighton two curries. Buy Leighton two curries. <laughs> you only get one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Korg, Matt Longbottom from Korg. We, we saw him just before Christmas, didn't we? We did. So and he, go on. I was going to say, so um, it's awful when people talk over each other. <laughs> I think that's the uh, yeah. Go on. This thing go is uh, is lethal. Um, yeah, for those of you that. Don't know, obviously, Matt is Korg, but Korg are Takamine, Vox. The Encompass. Uh, they, yeah, they've got a lot, of, uh, a lot of brands in their umbrella. So Matt is in charge of uh, our Vox stuff and Takamine stuff. And we're big on Vox. We are big on Vox. We have a very, very big Vox fan in the shop. Vox rocks. Vox rocks. This isn't an advert placed by Vox. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Matt's coming in. So we've... Uh, we've started doing collector series, Japanese series Takami. Yeah, there's a, it's a very interesting move, I think, by them because they're only doing sort of select dealers, aren't they, in the UK? I think you said there's only going to be about eight. Yeah, eight or ten dealers. So it's nice to be these things, and there's only what, about ten guitars in the range. Yeah, they don't do very many. Yeah, yeah, and obviously Nam is gonna they should be show all the new, ones, new stuff. Yeah, yeah. although I, I spoke to him. Um, last week, and he said that um, these ones aren't necessarily going to get discontinued. I think I don't know whether right. that's the truth or not. But anyway, <laughs> I know they do that one showpiece guitar, don't they? Yeah, which is the mega, the mega one. Yeah, yeah. And whether there's staple but pieces that stay, I don't know. He left two guitars down with us. Yes, to have a look at, and they, and they didn't last a week. And no. you know, these are premium. They're really, really stunningly beautiful guitars. The one was a New Yorker. Yeah, New Yorker, Cedar Top. Which is a parlour. It's very, very and nice. And went to um, Stuart Herbert. Yep. One of our besties. Yep, and the other one was the American Mahogany, sort of Grand Auditorium shape. Carbon unfriendly, unneutral. <laughs> Harvested in America, <laughs> yeah. constructed in Japan, Japan then sent, sent to the UK. On a, on a big, big boat over time. The Green Party are losing their shit. <laughs> So, yeah, he's coming in and uh, he's going to give us a few um, insights as to what's coming in, in the NAM show, I think. Well, um, we'll be able to talk about that maybe next week's episode. Yeah, I've think. been given a heads up on I know. One thing, and the and worst it's... thing was, you, you, <laughs> Andrew texted me and said, I know everything that's coming, but I'm not going to tell you until the podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> great! But the thing is, you know, the, the one thing is so ridiculous for the time that we're in. As in these times kind of thing. I, I, I don't know what they're thinking, but... Really? Yeah. Oh, now I've got to wait yeah. a week 
<laughs> Again, on top of this. Um, and JHS, uh, we've got Mark coming in. Mark from JHS. So JHS, <laughs> Andrew knows what I'm going to say. I see, you, see, you, I see your red mist. Just so over. JHS do, uh, they do vintage, they do... Uh, who else do they do? Uh, Pigtronics. They do, they do lots of things. But yeah. the one thing they who's do... Who's in Ketna. Who's in Ketna. That's one of their big ones. They do Supro, right? So last year, Supro announced this limited edition David Bowie guitar. And I am a freak. If you saw my bedroom, it is like the V&A exhibition. It is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so as soon as they were announced, I said to Andrew, get me one. I don't care what they're going to cost. Just get me one. We got one. I had it. Brilliant. This year, Supro have announced another one. <laughs> I don't... I've got the inkling that it's limited or whether they're just going to do... I, I think, from what I gathered, it was a, an initial run of 400. Mm. But that initial run thing had me scared. Anyway, it is a different guitar. He did have two Supros. That's by the by. But, give me a heads up at least. You know, <laughs> I'm in the circle. I do the secret handshake. It's like, by the way, there's another one coming. Save your money. The interesting thing is now we got a bit of a face-off because in this room of three people, I think between you and Tom, you are uh, you're competing for the Bowie crown of, of uh, geekdom or whatever it is. You know, you two mm. both absolutely love Bowie. Mm. Well, me and Tom have had a conversation. You look a bit like him. But he sounds like him. <laughs> 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 me and Tom have had a conversation and I've said to him if he wants it then he can have it over your dead body over my <laughs> well we've ordered two yeah, but, but one, one of them is um, kind of put aside for, for somebody maybe for an unnamed customer mm. which we're not allowed to say no which might give a hint as to who that is <laughs> Um, but I have said there's one other up for grabs, which I have, personally, I have, as as proprietor, I would like to see up on the shelf because I, I know that you know we think the other one. There's only fifty that come into the UK of the one that you've got. Yeah, I think there might be a few more than that coming into the UK of this one. Right. So you know, it would be nice for people to to actually see it. See it. I think personally that Supro is something we should maybe look at. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because uh, our good friends over at Trago Mills do super. I was going to say, you know, when you get, you know, like a, a shop like Trago Mills that, yeah. you know, they specialize in 15 quid rugs and, yeah. you know, bulk, we're, we're, we're sat on one. Kind of we're sat on one of their rugs. <laughs> we are sat on one of the rugs. Yeah. We're not sat on the rug. Just for those of you that are <laughs> imagining Andrew and I cross-legged uh, on a rug. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, cheap incense from Trago Mills. We're not, but, but the... The Lebowski rug that you see in our photos and video room, that is from Trigo Mills. But going back to the original <laughs> uh, the original point. Why would we why, why would we want to stock we something? Want, exactly. Well we I we'd want to stock it because they're great guitars, great amps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh great pedals as well. Do you know what? You but know, it's just that thing of when you're you know when you're having a conversation with someone mm. and it's like Yeah, but they've got Supros in their rollback section. It's like, oh great, okay. Mm. And you know, Talking candidly, which you know we don't do on YouTube or anything else like that. When we first, uh, Mark came in and said, "Do you want to start doing Supra?" And we looked at them, and they looked funky. They looked different to everything else. Yeah. And um, I was dead keen on doing it, but mm. 
it was between that. It was it was two years ago. It was between that and it was between Shergold. Right. And Joe Shergold. Yeah. I think that I think either would have been a poison chalice, really, wouldn't well, it? I'm glad I didn't do both. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah. You know, we've been doing Shergold for two years. And yeah. you know, Well, in fact our first proper YouTube video we were looking back this week was a Shergold review. Mm. You know, that was our first, we did a couple of non-speaking videos. Um, and the first proper talking one was the, was the Masquerade of Releases. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, like the Shergold, absolutely amazingly well-specced out guitar. Uh, it's unfair yeah. for us to um, put Shergold into, uh, sorry, Shergold. Unfair for us to put Supro into this kind of thing because we've never actually stocked Supro in no, no, no. ways that no, would it's be fair to kind of judge it against the Shergold thing. The Shergold thing uh, started at the start because we were expecting them in, you know, within two or three weeks of doing that review. They were announced and then there was a very and long And then we didn't uh, get until May or something. And it, it was just... The people the, that were interested had lost interest by the time. Yeah. yeah. They were well-specced guitars, but... They are. Yeah. They are. It's, um, it's crazy, you know, and it was pre psyched so they got a solid rosewood neck <laughs> and fretboard. So... Uh, didn't see that one coming. No. Yeah. But yeah, they asked, you know, Seymour Duncan's, you know, Patrick Eggle kind of mm. workshop spec and things. It's, uh, yeah, well, you know, whether, the, I don't know. I don't but know. to rebrand everything, that would be a pain in the butt, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, but yeah, super open. If, if they were to limit it to proper guitar shops. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, and with that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying just independence. I'm talking about, you know, if they add it to music shops as opposed to, you know, put it into macro, you know, or, or trigger mills, whatever it is. Yeah. Then, you know, I think the people would take it a bit more as a serious. Well, kind that's of the thing, isn't it? Product. And that's what's annoying is that if we had it here, they they are proper guitars, and it'd be, be in the right. We'd be doing the videos. We'd be. It'd be in the right place. You know, but when so the so when they bring out something like a limited edition, like that, you I, did you have the Jimmy Page amp, the black is it black magic? So uh, yeah, so um. Yeah, so we did. We did. A that was a limited one, wasn't it? Um, no, I think it's just it's a, it's a oh, standard okay. model. But yeah, we've got. So I've got two Supros in the house. Uh, so I got the Black Magic head and car, which is the Jimmy Page, and then I've got the little sixteen oh five R, which is we did a video on with some Dan Electro pedals, and I was so impressed that it came home. Mm. And now there's an AC thirty in the house, and that doesn't get a look in. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that was my. So that's my Supro soapbox moment. So that's fine. That's done. I can, uh, I can sleep easy now that I've uh, managed to vent. But for the record, if there are people listening to episode one, um, I have offered it to Tom. Okay. Of the super. Oh, the, the guitar. When it comes right, in, yeah. not my one. No. No. <laughs> so we're going from news. Yeah. To. Well, we've called it biscuit news. Yes. Biscuit news. What I what I would like to say is. This episode is brought to you by, okay? And we're going to we're going to have a bit a different biscuit each time because we are tea and coffee fiends as you know if you've been in the shop. And we've always got biscuits and if Glenn is working, then there's usually sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's Glenn's my father. So I had that. <laughs> okay, let's let's scrap that. We'll edit that bit out. No. No, 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 no. Biscuit news is going to be all about how nice our reps uh, treat us. Okay. So, um, lovely reps come in bearing gifts 
of biscuits, cakes, mm. etc. Yeah. And some of them are very, very extravagantly kind of generous with their gifts. Mm. Others, are, you know, the thought is there and, you know, fantastic. Others just completely ignore us. They don't think of bringing anything nice in for us for the meeting to kind of literally sweeten us up, ready for making an order. So what I thought was, let's try and capitalise on this a little bit. Let's yeah, okay. encourage the reps to bring in something nice for us. Mm-hmm. If they bring something nice in for us, we'll eat their biscuits in the biscuit news section. We'll uh, give we'll them a give bit them of a, a, bit a, of a, a mention. Shout out. And also, maybe talk about whatever it is that they're representing. I guess it would be favourably, unless it's poison biscuits. <laughs> so what we are doing essentially is, is whoring ourselves out for biscuits. Yeah. No, I tell you who always brings good stuff. It's Mike Rossiter. Always. And we're using his microphones. We're using his microphones for this But these podcast. biscuits aren't by him, and we haven't had anything from this. Right, so yeah, so what we're going to do in the meantime, obviously we've got quite a few reps in next week. Andrew's just going to his bag to get some the biscuits. They are a surprise. I haven't seen the reveal. Uh, so we're, we're, we've surprised each other with biscuits for episode one and two. Um, so it's episodes featuring a biscuit. And Andrew's going to have to defend himself with these biscuits if I don't like them, and vice versa. I think you will like him. Okay. I haven't seen them before. Oh, okay. I think that they reflect the shop. I think okay. that the Galaxy Chocolate Chunk. Oh, cookies. wow. Um, so what I think we should do is we should hand them over, seeing as we're going to be chatting, to um, to the self-proclaimed Super Buds himself, Mr. Tom Shalona, and uh, see what he thinks. So Tom is going to come and grab one, and um, we'll just let him have a, a crunch and a munch over on the side. And uh, this is the difficult thing, right? Is that we are trying to present and produce an audio program and our main, one of our main staple features requires something that makes noise and prevents yeah. us from talking. I, I think that um, we should have a segment of the show, ASMR related, so we can talk in the microphone like that. Eat biscuits. Ruffle packaging. And if you do as well, they get a stereo assault. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is Actually, the audience that we're... Uh, 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 can I just say that... They don't, smell nice. Don't, smell them. don't eat the biscuits and speak into that pop shield because that pop shield's got to go back in its packaging. <laughs> I don't want this. It's got to go on for sale. What I'm going to do is I am going to... It's gonna... like shortbread. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do while Andrew has a face full of biscuit is I am going to let you know what our main feature of the day is. So the main feature of today's episode is going to be a year in review. So we're going to talk about 2018, uh, which was a really weird year for music retail. And it was kind of a weird year for everyone with everything going on, you know, in the UK. Uh, well, all over the world. But um, 113 calories per biscuit. Good. I'll just carry on. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a little chat. Obviously, Andrew is um, going to tell us his thoughts on being a, you know, music shop owner in, in that sort of year as well as sort of bits and products that we've liked in that year and, and different things like that. Mm. So um, we'll just wait for him to finish now. <laughs> Tom, your thoughts on the... <laughs> yeah, they are buttery. Yeah, they're good. They're a luxury biscuit. Reflective of the service you get at A-Strings. 
more about the price. Were they okay? They were half price. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you won't get at A-Strings. <laughs> 50% discounts. That's something you won't get at A-Strings. Yeah, it's been a... Um, 2018, I think the majority of music shops out there, I think it's a year that I can't rather forget. Mm-hmm. As of April, um, there's an investigation going on between big retailers, suppliers, reps, um, with regards to how things are priced, you know, and, you know, it, it was a little bit ridiculous how uh, the, the situation that we kind of got ourselves into with regards to, um, I'm going to say we, I'm talking about the industry, in as much as, you know, a, a Mexican standard strap, mm. you know, would be recommended retail 549 and everybody would have online for 527. You think, well, 527, you know, where do you get that number from? You know, it's not a it's not a neat number. You know, it's not a round number plus VAT or anything like that. You know, it's, it's just a weird kind of... And I think that, um, yeah, you know, when you go online, you see everything at the same price. You see this uh, instrument at the same price from 100 different manufacturers. Well, um, sorry, from 100 different retailers, you're going to wonder what's going on. You know, why is that price kind of settled like that? So I think that there's every right for um, people to be suspicious about, um, you know, the price-fixing kind of element. I don't know if price-fixing is the right word for it, but um, it was actually put there in place to protect, you know, the smaller shops because, you know, yeah. the the big stores, you know, they send out, hundreds, thousands of items a day and, you know, they run their business off a um you know, the amount of product they can shift through the door at any one time. Um smaller guys like us and like everyone else, you know, we sell far, far less. And um you know, every sale means something, you know. So, you know, it um as soon as the um this investigation started, well the gloves kind of came off, and you had all the big guys, you know, the, um, you know, the obvious ones that come up at the top of the search engines, just getting into an absolute battle with each other, not with the independents, but with each other to become the cheapest out there. And as a result, nobody has made any money mm. in the last um, nine, ten months. And you know, some people might think good you know because it's it's better for the consumer but um if a business can't make money it can't run it can't pay its employees it can't give you backup you know and they'll disappear they'll they'll just they won't be here for very long um already you know this last couple of months you've started seeing a lot of people um disappearing from the high streets you know talking about cranes talking about Earlier on, there's a shop local to us that's going to be closing its doors in the next couple of months. It's, yeah, it's a difficult industry to be involved in at the best of times. So, you know, if you can't make any money from it, well, you know, you ask yourself some questions, you know, why bother being involved in it at all? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, we, um, but I think that the, the shops that survive are going to be the ones that adapt to the new surroundings, you know, so it's, um, yeah, you just got to find new ways of trying to make sure that your customer is getting the best value for money they can, and that's not always on being the cheapest, but it's the the service you can provide them afterwards. And I think that, I think that's where independents are going to get a little bit more 
um, they should get a little bit of more confidence this year, being that you know they can look after their customers personally in a way that a store that sells a thousand items a day just can't. Yeah, I th- I think that it definitely felt like being on the ground level of it and talking to customers. It felt like last year was we were very much on the back foot having to defend pricing. Whereas by the time we got to the end of 2018 and going into this year, 2019, it feels like we've something has clicked and we've gone, actually, do you know what? No, this is what you get with us. You know, yeah, not, you not can, from an overly confident or confident Oh, no, 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 no. Way, it's, just, but, um, it's just if you, you know, if you can't, you can't have, you know, you can't have a, an Amazon Black Friday price and and to have all the all that extra I, does that make sense to have mm. all that extra as well and you know you think of we we always have an aftercare service we make sure the the guitars are checked are coming in going out you know they set up to your spec when you leave you know that's that's you know that's all time on the bench as well as you know time that that instrument's had to be checked and and set up and things um we, you know, on well, a box, on a shelf. Earlier this was Monday, we had those two pallets in from Fender. Yes, yeah, so we had and two, two, two big, big pallets of. I think we had something like twenty Jacksons. We had um, probably about ten Gretsch and just a lot of Squire and Fender. Yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, wasn't it? Lots and yeah, it was in excess of forty boxes, and each one of them, not by me, <laughs> way too. Because Andrew was off. Yeah, yeah. but um. You know, between you, Tom, Glyn, Tristan, they're all opened, checked over for marks, scratches, yeah. setups, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So even like duplicate product that wasn't going to go out on the shelf was checked over and yeah. resealed with a tick to say that it's um, yeah, it's in A1 condition. It's the nature of something going from one environment to the next and being travelled and, you know, yeah. uh, all the rest of it. You might get um, a string or two broken when you, you get it through mm. that's not how we if we send a guitar out to um, somebody online or if somebody's um, ordered one to pick up from the shop it would be awful for them to for their very first sight and their first reaction of that guitar to be yeah. oh the string's broken and oh am I meant to use it yeah. it's got to be yeah. positive experience from from the get go exactly it? we checked over yeah like you said it must have been 40 odd and the the QC was was outstanding, which is great. But it can so easily be the other way. So. Oh God! I mean, we could have opened them and 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 had to have sent forty back, forty in, forty back. So you know, that's one way in which you know us the smaller guys can you know try to um, give a bit of extra value. But going back to the original original thing of thing, of, which is of the year. So yeah. So so in order, we had what do we have? We had snow hit snow. Um, which was bad. That which happened on the first of March, and I was absolutely gutted because um, James from the Mannix was meant to be coming in to see us on That's the first right. of March, and I, I woke up middle of the night with a, a brainwave. How amazing would it be to get him playing the Welsh national anthem on his acoustic as a Facebook Live thing? You know, and just thinking, oh, you know, subscribers will go up and be great, and yeah, you can make it in because 
we had like three foot of snow. Yeah. That was the day that I split my pants as well. Or my trunk, my jeans, wasn't it? Yeah, because you had to go home <laughs> in the snow <laughs> with no gusset. Yeah. That was brilliant. So yeah, so it was this, we had a, you know that big snow and then just like crazy heat wave with a World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup as well, that's a month gone. You know, like even if you're not into football and, you know, people in this area, you know, more into the rugby than, than football, yeah. I think. Yeah. Everybody watches the football. And, you know, I did. And, you know, so between that and the heat, nobody was playing guitar, were they? they I mean, breaking not, strings. They weren't, not even us, you know. No. I remember going to watch you um, Warm. play up in um, the district club. Yeah. Up there. It was so hot. You looked like that guy. You always had that really ruddy face and heart problems on Coronation Street. What was his name? What? <laughs> you looked like that fat northerner. What? Um, the Butcher? I can't oh. remember. I haven't watched it for about 20 years. You might be dead now, but... Oh, I think he is dead. I think the actor is... No, no, no. Les someone. Oh, right. Drunk. Oh, this is this is going well so far. <laughs> Battersby is... is a yeah, Les Battersby. Was that right. his name? The alcoholic. Yeah. Right. With a really red face. Justify this, please. Well, not. It was just saying it was that hot in the district club. You looked like him. Right. Because I was... In my head. <laughs> right. Because I was so warm. I was very yeah. red. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's anyway, not so bad. So that was. What about <laughs> what about um, positives from? <laughs> let's find I a was... glimmer of hope <laughs> from 2018. Um, was there anything particular in particular you you liked from any of the in any of the brands? We had some wicked gear come through, you know, yeah. like um, Super Beetle from Vox. Definitely, was just outstanding. Um, yeah. Meteora, I think we all wanted one of those. Yes. Um, the Origins from Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some really, really good gear. New Fender pedal range is good as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. You know, it's, it's you know, none of the companies, or at least the companies that we stock, are, you know, are slowing, yeah, innovation, you know, new yeah. lines, relaunch, you know, revamping lines. And yeah, so I don't think there's, nobody's being tentative at the moment, which is great. It's just been a struggle from the retail side of things, you know. It's, yeah. There's been plenty to get excited about. So just as, a, you know, we won't go too deep into it, but looking forward now into 2019, is there anything that you... Definitely need to do more with the Takamine Japanese stuff because okay. just the quality of that stuff and how it sounded was just, you know, that, that mahogany one, the American the mahogany Mahar- one. Yeah, definitely. I could appreciate the parlour for its beauty and for playing and all the rest of it, but just the way that that... Um, there's like a, I agree, yeah. Towards the end of last year, we started doing the Ovation and the Guild stuff, which, again, is acoustic kind of orientated. But when Reese brought in that Guild... Oh, the American Guild. Yeah, yeah which, the Jumbo, uh, wasn't the it? The Jumbo. You'd we never hear low end on a guitar no, like that. Absolutely on phenomenal. Acoustic. So, yeah, I think that maybe we need to kind of nurture the, the nicer acoustic side of things cool. a bit more. Because, you know, the the... Solid top kind of 170 quid through to 500 quid mark. You know, we've there's so much good stuff out there, yeah, that we've got in constantly. You know, I think that you know, maybe we need to start looking at some of the nicer bits if things go steadily according to plan. Like to do a bit, um, getting to fend a custom shop, but you know, that's um, you know, even if you hit the go button on that, it's six months down the line because of you know, they make it specially, don't they? So, yeah. What would you like to see? <laughs> um, I would like to see, in terms of, in the shop, in terms yeah. of, uh, okay, uh, my, for people that don't know me or us or anything, uh, 
my big thing is pedals. So I would love to see some different brands in. Such as? I'd really like to get in some really cool British stuff. So like people like Stone Deaf. I mean, the Thorpey thing is, is brilliant as well. Um, but they are very, uh, very deep in with uh, another retailer, which, you know, they're in with Andersons. Let's just say it as it is. Um, so Stone Deaf for me. But there's so many great, like Catlin Bread is out there. Walrus Audio is out there. Earthquaker, which we've actually, they've been in and we've tried some stuff. Yeah, just, just, just great things. The difficulty is, like you said, you know, last year was just, there was probably no point in us stocking stuff because people would have looked online. They would have seen it mm. for a ridiculous price. Mm. You know, uh, we had a customer come in last week, a friend of mine actually, and, and he said, have you seen the prices of the TC stuff? And it's the TC Behringer stuff. And um, they're being sold on Gear for Music for £27. That was a hard How How do you yeah. I, I, I make, just, the, make the, where's the, where's the money? Yeah, then you've got to manufacture them. Then, you know, so they're made by a factory out in China for X amount. Then they're sold to TC or Behringer. And then Behringer sell them to the shop and then the shop sells them. So you've got about four or five people needing to make money there, you know? And it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the the TC thing, you know, is one of the first brands that um that we had when we opened. We did it before we did Boss and before we did you know any other kind of uh, pedal brand and when they went out to Behringer we 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 called it straight away, didn't we? Yeah. You know yeah. yeah. And now, you know, you can't get the stuff anywhere. And it's sad because they did some phenomenal pedals. So Yeah. Who knows what'll happen in the future. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So let's move on. Social media comment of the week. Um, so we've decided that we are going to highlight a social media comment of the week. Adam is kind of the face of A strings, really. He's on. He's he does the majority of the YouTube uh, videos. He's the He's the uh, person who fronts the um, Facebook lives, and you know if anyone you make me do raffles, and there's it, a f- he does raffles. He does, um, you know, if there's any kind of um, you know picture to be taken with somebody, you know, Adams um, generally the person that's assumed is going to do it. So, which I roll my eyes at, but I am uh, I'm, he does enjoy it. I'm dead chuffed to be. Uh, that you've yeah you asked me I don't know quite how that how it started I don't know how the how we start how I it didn't want up. to put myself up for any kind of criticism at all so okay first you in front of the camera so no, what no, I no, so no. what I am essentially is a meat shield yes okay yeah. no no seriously you've got um say it no I'm not going to say it no and <laughs> this isn't going to become one of those uh, uh, you're a lot better at it than um I certainly am I think Tristan doesn't isn't interested in doing it and um tom he, he enjoys being the john deacon of the uh of the group troop yeah he's our spielberg yeah so um is that okay is so spielberg okay yeah okay good <laughs> he's gonna wear a cap next week i made a faux pas in a facebook live a while ago and um we deleted the facebook live and did it again uh yeah it's another story for another time. But yeah, Spielberg's fine. <laughs> did you say, did you call him Brian Singer? No, what, I called you Kubrick, didn't I? Kubrick. No. 
Oh, uh, no, I didn't. I called you Polanski. Roman Polanski. <laughs> I just pulled the director's name out on top of my head. And um, yeah, it turns out that, that uh, yeah, there was some uh, dubious, have we dubious just, facts. Have we just committed slander by putting Brian Singer in with that kind of group of people? Okay, let's move on. It's okay, so he's a friend. Basically, he's a friend Adam of a friend. sets himself. He's Adam's kind of the um, the um, outward facing kind of uh, figure for A strings, and as a result, he's the the person who comes up for um, comments, good or bad, through all mediums. And we thought it'd be fun to have a social media comment of the week, whereby we pick out what we feel is the most creative comment of the. Uh, of the week. Yeah. Ideally, if it's directed towards Adam, but it hasn't necessarily got to be directed towards Adam. No. So it's from a Russian, I assume, because his, his name is in that weird kind of. Uh... Well, it might yeah, be Greek, I'm not sure. Or, or, or French. I We're doing all sorts of um, things here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a video for the Fender Meteora. And he says, I can't watch the video because the disgusting tattoos, like a reptile filth or something. Now, reptile filth. reptile filth. Let's um, let's discuss that. Let's let's discuss the this, benefits of being on podcast first. Well, we haven't got to look at your reptile, reptile filth. filth. Um, <laughs> uh, this was quite late on. Obviously, Meteora was only this year, so that one made me laugh. So we're good. So I'm not upset. It's all fine. So what he's referring to is obviously uh, I've got tattoos all down my hands and fingers on my one hand, and uh, yeah, I can see what he's saying. He, um, it's, yeah, it's funny. He um. He looks a fairly respectable kind of chap, you know. He's got his face in the avatar. Um, he doesn't look like he would say that without meaning it. No, I think there was there was a few uh, there was a few replies defending my my choices of of. of yeah, but you got to click another button to see those. <laughs> show re- yeah, right. Yeah, show comments. You know, that they're still valid. Of, yeah. So that was our social media <laughs> comment, comment of, the, of week. the week. So every week we are going to do a top five list. Now, Andrew's prepared a top five for himself, and I'm going to have it ready for episode two. So, Andrew, have you got something prepared? I have. Wow. I've done a top five list. Okay. For some reason, I don't know. This might be nationwide, or it might just be limited to our particular area, but we've got a phenomenal amount of Jeffs that come into the shop. So my pop shield is falling down there. So for people that are listening... I did not expect the top five list to be of anything like this. Like, <laughs> mine is going to be <laughs> instrument-based <laughs> and maybe relevant. But yeah, we have, it, uh, yeah, Jeff's absolutely, like, the and, baby boomer generation and yeah, must have had two names. Jeff and... Jeff and Linda or something, Keith I don't know. Kevin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've got these in, well, I guess there is some sort of order to them, but, um, so I've got, the problem with the amount of Jeffs we have coming in is that a lot of them, especially in this area, have got the same kind of surnames as well. So you've got Griffiths, Jones, Williams, Williams, Evans, Evans. Yeah. So Morgan. So so we've, we've got our little, our own kind of names. (laughs) Them. Like, I know what's coming. Is, is this go, is this out of order? Or is it no, it's not. No. Okay, because okay, no, so, it's, it's no because it's all done with love anyway. So notable Jeffs that we that I'd like to kind of mention. Okay, <laughs> Jeff with two sticks. You know he's got 
He's got two prosthetic legs. <laughs> he's two stick Jeff. Yep. Yeah, two <clears throat> stick Jeff. He's got. Um, he bought um one of those Carey Seaton um guitars from us. Is it the same? And he got guy... his mate to do it. Uh, he's got his mate to buy one as well. This isn't the same guy that he, just got bought a the Starcaster. Got a, no, no, no. He's got Burger Van up in um, uh, Tom Revel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different guy. Yeah. Um, so him. Obviously, the other guy is on two prosthetic legs as well. That, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have come to that conclusion is randomly. He, is he Jeff as well? I don't think he's a Jeff. Oh, right. well, I was going on the leg on the thing. List, then, I was you? going on the leg thing. So, country Jeff. Country Je- Jeff. Jeff Williamson. He, he's, um, he comes in with his son. No, country. Jack. Okay, well, yes, yeah, so he's he's one. You, you know, country Jack. He, he wears a hat. Okay. Oh, um. No, they they had a Gretsch office. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. Yeah. I know country Jeff. Jeff's... Now I know him by. I know. I know him by country Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Stamp. Huh? <laughs> 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 Jeff Stamp. That's not his surname. Is Stamp? He doesn't just like stamps or walks hard. Yeah, that is just his name. Um, neck brace Jeff neck brace Jeff I knew neck brace Jeff was coming <laughs> neck brace Jeff he's he's in all the time he's lovely he um, doesn't wear a neck brace anymore doesn't wear a neck brace anymore but he did for a little while which is why <laughs> while the compensation claim was going through yeah um, and he's he back playing golf now and he's fit and healthy yeah good and it wasn't a claim by the way I just want to say I don't want to slander him that was just a joke number one being fisherman Jeff who uh, is also electrician, Jeff? Oh God, yes, of course. Jeff came into the um, the shop about a month, maybe two months after it first opened, and said, uh, he, "He's, he, you know what he's like. He's got this kind of, um, he's got his shoulders back, and he walks with his chest kind of forward. He's a little bit yeah. of a Windsor Davis kind of uh, looking character." And he came in and he said, um, a "New shop then?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, oh, I'd, um, "I hate to tell you this, but..." Uh, guitar shops and fishing shops don't last in this area. And I said, "All oh, right, okay, uh, you know, thanks for that." He goes, "Yeah, if you uh, um, the other this side of uh, the other side of Christmas, I'd be surprised." I said, thanks for that. I look forward to proving you wrong, kind of thing. And you know, it was qu- quite a hurtful kind of thing to hear in the first. So, how of- soon into being open was that? Six weeks, really? If that. Wow. And uh, he-, he came in looking for. Uh, he'd found a, uh, a ukulele in a skip. Right. And he wanted a nut to go on this ukulele. And I said, can I have a look at the ukulele? And I said, for the amount that a nut's going to cost, you can buy a new ukulele. You know, it's not a very good. And he was absolutely adamant that he wanted us to order in a bridge and a nut for this thing. Right. And so he'd keep coming in, you know, every couple of days. Is it in yet? Is it in yet? And um, we had to, we actually had to make one up for him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and from there, really, a bit of a, um, yeah, he, he he hadn't been in much recently over the last six, eight no, months. No, he wasn't so well, was he? He wasn't well last year, but he, um, yeah, he's done some electrics for us when we opened up the new Yeah, he's been brilliant. Thing. And he bought, yeah, a, he, he bought he a Gretsch, didn't he? For, for Saturdays, for a good few years, he was a regular. Yeah, we'd and, see him every Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah, I have to give him a call to see how he is, but he is my number one Jeff. Jeff. Just a very quick funny story. That's funny for us. Uh, we held a raffle for our birthday, and I didn't know Jeff, uh, neck brace Jeff's surname when I put his name down. 
And when I announced the pull the raffle, he was one of the winners. And I just prayed that he would answer to just Jeff because otherwise I would have been just in a corner resorting to calling out neck brace Jeff. But he did. He answered to, he came around the corner straight away from, from Jeff. He's a really sound guy. Yeah. Neck brace Jeff. Yeah. They all are. Yeah. They all are. Yeah. There's only one, yeah. The only, yeah. There's another Jeff, but yeah, I'm not talking about him. Yeah. No. No, I'm good. Thanks. Um, so, so you've got this feature written down. Uh, no. It's it's mainly it's more of a name than than anything else. Okay, <laughs> gears for fears because obviously you're saying being fear. Yes, tears for fears the band. Yes, gears for fears. That's fine. So, but I thought that maybe what we could do is, I think every brand has got like something that is just a bit kind of out there and not really uh, a, a usable kind of tool. <laughs> okay, right. So anyway, I went looking up the the front lid earlier on just to pick something out for you to maybe take away for a week okay. or two, and then come back with, um, you know, an idea with regards to how to use it. In as much as this, this is how I I would use this kind of um, right okay pedal or whatever in an everyday kind of application. So I'm being tasked with yeah, we're just trying to get something something good from. Uh, the Boss SL20. I th- I've oh, seen okay. the that's, majority that's... of music shops I've been into have had one of these in, and <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether it's the case of them buying one in and them just never ever moving, or yeah. whether you know they are popular sellers. For us, we've sold a few, but you know, quite sporadically over the yeah. So the SL20 is the slicer, so this it's kind yeah. of like a, like a I think it is like an arpeggiated kind of syncopate. Yeah, that'd be quite okay. So do you want me to record something with it, or do you want me to okay, or um just have something ready to kind of plug in. Oh, okay. For a live demo kind of thing. That's my task. Yeah. The SL20. Cool. Have a go. Yeah. So, I think that is it for episode one. Hmm. So, yeah. I think we've... Uh... We'll go back, we'll review and... Um... <laughs> there might be some regular features that aren't there next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. But, if you've got any... Yeah, it would be good to hear from you with regards to suggestions of what we can do. Um, some comments for Adam. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Um, and get that fake if you want to be involved there. in any way, you know, let us know. So that's it. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. I've been Adam for A-Strings. I've been Andrew for A-Strings. And we'll see you in episode two. Bye from us all. Bye from us all. Say bye, Tom. Bye. Jingle. Jingle. <laughs>